Join us as we explore the language of the soul. Pnimius Hatera Shemosovizbarach, the inner dimension dimensions of the Torah, the names of the Holy One Blessed Be He. Haterahi Nikudas Mifgash Imor Ailahus. The Torah is the point of meeting with the divine light. The Torah speaks about God on His light and on how He manifests, what He, what he does. From the most concrete of action until the, the supernal heights uh, reflecting the closeness to his essence. The Omnam, however, just as there are numerous stages and steps in revelation of the light that is within the world, so too there are steps within the portions of the Torah that speak about the light that is revealed in different worlds. Torah Sanigla, the, the Torah that is revealed. The domain of the revealed Torah is dealing with the revelation of the low, lower lights. Sefasa, therefore its language, and all of its concepts, Sovavim Sovavanivron are all surrounding creatures and the creation. Keshor, Vechamor, like an ox and a donkey, Kemachomatsa, flour, unleavened bread, Kmenopitrios, various fungus, mushrooms, Omna, Haesikwahem, Eno Mitzidam Levado. The dealings with them is not only from the side of the creation, rather, from the perspective, from the side of the divine light that is within them. However, the revealed matters, they are only discussing the nivram, the creatures and their concepts. Moving above the the guidance the of of action, Kayemis Toras Haemuna is the the realm of the Torah of trust of and and service of the divine, trust in the divine and the service of the divine. Hamadubers al the world of prayer. Alamidos, world of dealing with character concerning the service of God and seeking Him out. In this domain, the divine light is more bright, is, is more apparent. And the garments that clothe the divine are more refined. 
Lamalamikach, above that, Nimtas Torah Sanista. You have the the illumination of the hidden Torah. Amidaberes al Oris Baruch that speaks about the light of the Holy One, blessed be He. Al Darke Hasagos Hashgachoso Vizgaluso, and the pathways of His providence and His revelation. Al Sederat Silus Haolamos Umatarasa, the order of the proximity to God and the supernal realms and their purpose, umalo limalo, and ascending higher, rosh l'kol, kiem sod ha'yichudim. And at the pinnacle is the, the existential secret of the unifications. Hakavana pnimis bishemos v'izbarach. The internal intent within the names of the Holy One, Blessed Be He, Bidveikos Mukhletes, with an absolute cleaving. Could you just repeat? Concerning that which our sages said, that the entire Torah is a, a string of names of the Holy One, Blessed Be He, the footnote number Gimel over here, we have a true tradition that the entire Torah is names of the Holy One, Blessed Be He. Another way of stringing together the letters instead of Bereshis Bara Elokim. Berosh is bara elokim. The entire Torah can be reconfigured, reflecting divine names. Milvad shemos. This is besides the the uh, connections and uh, numerical values of the names. Kvarkosov Rabbeinu Shlomo Pirusha Talmud. In Hashem Agadol, Shal Ein Beis, the Rashi discusses the lofty manner, uh, matter of the divine name of seventy-two letters. Beiza Inyan who b'shloshe psukim, vayisaviyaboyei, mpnei zeh sevetara shita bob os achas b'mila o b'chaser pasul. For this reason, a sevetara that is missing one letter is in fact considered invalid. Mm-hmm. He's describing the various possible ways of an, uh, a, mi- a relatively minor change that doesn't impact the meaning, whether something is chaser or mole with a vav. It means the same thing, but it's spelled differently. Is it spelled in the full form or in a condensed form? So he says that is possible because that would impact the, the aspect of Torah that reflects the divine names. So he says, 
For example, if a Sefer Torah is lacking a Vav, in one of the places, the 39 places that you're supposed to have a Vav Mole, that the, that the word is written out with a full Vav, so if that's missing, or if there's a Vav written in a Mole sense, it's full, where it should be written in the condensed form without a Vav, and similar such problems. There's no change in understanding of the interpretation of the word. Still, it invalidates the Torah. I'm not sure what he's quoting over here. Eshum Shekol or Sechel Yavieno Bemikra. Venira Shatarak Suva Berosh Beishhera. And it appears the Torah is written in black fire, Algabi Eshlavan on top of white fire. Binyan Zeh, Shiskarno Haya, Shahaisa Haksiva Ritsufa, Beli Hefsek, Tevos Vahaya, Efshel Bikriosa, Shetikra Alder, Hashemos, the Tigra Alder, Kriosenu, Binyan Hatarva Mitzvah. He's quoting from the Ramban Al-Tara in the beginning of the Torah of this, this idea this source that we have, that the Torah is all reflection of divine names. The, 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 is, is this something that, uh, is this a tradition that you, yes. you have? Uh, it's, right, it's right there and the Ramban before. brings it. Yes, yes. It's right there. The Ramban does bring it right there. It brings, talks about it right in the beginning. And, and, but maybe we could just talk a little bit about how this plays. He's saying basically all of the Torah, the whole the whole of the Torah is is really a combination of divine names. Yeah, it's it's also even before the Ramban you have Midrashic sources for this idea. And Medrashir Ashirim, Shemat Turak uh, it's it's uh, over there on that verse. The, the the medrash seems to indicate this idea that the names of God are um, revealed through the Torah. It's that that is really the essence of the Torah on a on a celestial plane. Keep keep in mind. I mean the the angels. This is a Gemara. The Gemara says that the angels did not want to give the Torah from Shemaim to Aretz. Certainly, the discussion of oxen and, and uh, donkeys 
means nothing to them, and that's part of the argument Moshe Rabbeinu made of why it should be brought down to earth, because they don't have parents to honor, and they don't have an inclination to steal or murder. So it's not really for them. It's not really for them. They might be, uh, they, they might have an ecstatic relationship to the Torah on the higher levels, relating to it as names of the divine, but the pshat of Torah and the imperatives of Torah are the realm of humanity. So it's, it's theoretical and intellectual, but there's no practical application for, for the Melachim. I don't know that it's not practical for them. It, it could be that it is descriptive of the, the saying, the Shemos of Gash Baruch Hu, by which they can cleave to God. So that, that, that may have even some practical sense for affecting the praises of God. I wouldn't even say it might not be practical, but it certainly is only a small sliver of the entire Torah. So like the, the Nitziv says, the, the Torah is compared to a tree. And this is already in the Psukim, it's Chaim Hitz. It's uh, Pagemayim. You have that the Torah is called, is likened to a tree. The tree has various facets, and the roots are what's hidden. Right? So. The roots are in Hachamayim in this case, and, and the fruit is dangling. Okay. Instead of the, the inverse of a regular tree where the roots are in the ground. Right. Right. But the, the idea being that the roots are are very much a real part of the tree that are as at least as living as any other part of the tree, but nonetheless remain hidden from the, uh, I, I would say even, even more than that, but by definition are hidden. Not, not just they happen to be hidden, but their, their essence is, is not given over to explication like other aspects of the Torah. It is a more internal dimension of Torah. And it, it's hidden from the casual observer. But Certainly. Somebody who, who digs uh, can, can see evidence. They have, it has to be there. Well, that, yeah, that certainly is, is, uh, is obvious, that, that there are the roots there. The, the understanding of those roots and what they're doing is, is more known from... Uh, from perhaps an experiential sense when you get to the Torah, moving away from the Moshal, as opposed to a uh, instructional sense. Yeah. Okay. So, we, we, so that was oh, the footnote so three. Zema. Yeah, Zema Shem Shemos Hashem Hashem so the, the specifics of the Torah and the branches and the various aspects that are drawn forth are the, the light of the essence of its sanctity of the Torah. These are the, the light of the name of God of existence, true existence, blessed be he. Should we do uh, the footnote dollars? Yes. Da, ki kol shmosav gadoshim neskaram betarakulam tuluyim b'shem ben dalarosius. 
you should know that all of the names, the sanctified names that are recalled in the Torah, they are all dependent on the name of the four-letter tetragrammaton, Hu Havaya. Da, Kishem ben Dalosios, Hu Kedimian Guf Ha'ila. The name of the four-letter name is similar to the body of the tree. Umimenu, Ishtashu Shroshim. From it will go forth roots. Vizpashtu Anofim, Cholzavetzad. And branches going in various directions. Veshakol Jemus Hakodesh Kulam Bedimyon Anofim, Vesansanim, Mshachim, Megufo Elin. All the other names are all emanations that are rooted or coming from this body of the tree. Mechol echad mina anafim osa prilimineo. And all of the branches produce fruit according to its kind. Milvad shemos hakodesh hayodim sha'asa Beyond just the sanctified names that are prohibited to be erased. Yish kamakinum echem tulim bechol shem There are also various various nicknames, as it were, that are used to describe each and every name. Kigon what are the nicknames, as it were, of Havaya, of the, the intensity of existence? Nera, awesome. No Seavan, who bears sin. Over Alpesha, forbearing of sin. Kinuim shall ail Mihem, the nicknames of a powerful one, what are they? Kegon Gadol, the great one. Rachum, the merciful one. Chanun, the uh, uh, one who's a benefactor. Kinuin shall Elohim mihem. What about the name of Elohim? What are the nicknames of that? Kigon Adir, the the powerful one, the the awesome one. Shofet, judge, Dayan, another type of judge. The whole echad. That's a good question. We do find the terms sometimes used interchangeably. Um, so I, I don't know of a, of a of an absolute difference. We do find that they can be used uh, mm-hmm. um, in in the same context sometimes. Um, the the. Yeah, the, the 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 generic sense of judge is, is certainly implicit in both. Um, Shofet is is somewhat related to the word mishpat, which is judgment. Whereas dying is related to din, which is also a, a way of describing judgment. So that that's um, the the law um, versus a certain element of severity. But in terms of in terms of a, a practical sense, I don't know if there's a a clear cut practical difference. But it seemed to be more a, a it could be more of a harsh judgment where Shofet could be more in your favor. No. I mean, either could rule in a person's favor if there's educating a case, you know. So, well, one, oh, one of the litigants might be um, uh, exonerated. Then I think of kind of strict. Right. When I think Shofet, I think of uh, you know just justice 
in a way that the, of, of a fair court without, without where it then seems something I'm a little more fearful of. I, I, that's just my uh, it could be. sense, but I don't have a reason for that. I, I don't know. I, I, th I think there may be some differences between them. I'm just not familiar. I see some places where they seem to be interchangeable in, in the practical sense, so I, I don't know. But yeah, they are different terms that are certainly related. All of each one of these nicknames. There are various nicknames that are related to each one of these nicknames. And they are all other words in the Torah. It's like a letter on the nicknames of nicknames. And the nicknames are, are handles, as it were, on the names themselves. And all the names are dependent upon the Tetragrammaton. And all of them unite within the Shem Havaya. Nemtsus, kola tarakula, kigeras of Shem Havaya. Sorry, ne'eregis, I apologize. Ne'eregis al Shem Havaya. It's woven on uh, the, the name of Havaya. It's like a tapestry that all links to Havaya. Ulefikach nikras taras Havaya, t'mimo. Nemtsus lamad shik. It comes out that if a person learns and understands the intention, the, the intent of the sanctified names and their families, they will understand the nicknames that are unique to each one. Then he will see that everything is dependent on his great name, blessed be he. Shetirsof tishtokik, that he shall desire and yearn, lidabikbo, to cling to him. And be in awe and terror from God. And then he will understand. Yiras Hashem, the fear of God, Vidas Elokim, and the knowledge of God. Timsa, he will find it. He will enter among those that it said of them. This is brought from, he's quoting the introduction to Sefer Shari Ura, the gates of light. Just a, just a thought. In modern Hebrew, an attorney is Orach Hadin. Right. Is that an ancient term? It is, it's not meant in the exact sense of an attorney, but yes, we, we do find the Mishnah Perkyav says, uh, don't, don't, don't be like those that uh, advocate to try and present their, their client's case in the most presentable way to, to achieve victory in court. That is not the pursuit of justice. So it's, although the American legal system is built upon this, upon attorneys, yeah. uh, interestingly enough, Rabbi didn't sign, signs all the Chronicle of Rocha at the attorneys' conference in front of 500 attorneys 
all those years ago in Los Angeles, he said that really it's also to become a lawyer. And the whole place burst out laughing. <laughs> and then, well, and then he, it, it went, uh, isn't it the same as here? Or he's, no, this was, in, this, this was in America. In America, he was, giving, he, he was speaking about the process of American law where the goal of the attorney is to defend his client, Wait. to present his client, not to achieve justice. And he said that's really right. frowned upon in the Torah. And after everybody finished laughing, he said, I'm not joking. But, uh... No, he, yeah, no I understand. I, I get it. But I'm asking, is Israel contemporary Israel? Yeah. Is, is it the same as here? I would think so. They do have attorneys there, yeah. sure. Even, even in... But they did. You have attorneys, essentially. Right. Yes, it's similar to what's going on here. Very similar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So he, the, the Torah version of, of Mishpat is, has not gone to Israel. Not yet. Currently. Not yet. Not yet. So not yet. He, did, he did say that if somebody already is an attorney and that's their parnasa, you don't have to quit. He could still practice law. He, he gave a kula, leniency. Okay. But he said, L'chachila, it's us to become an attorney. That's what he said. Okay. So we're Lamed Chet, Right. Marshal Adam, Shatzmuso, Miluveshes, Bervidim Rabim. A parable. To a person who his his essence is garbed in uh, various uh, cloths, various uh, like sashes. Chel minishmaso el nafsho utchunos ofav misham el gufo bitsuraso. Oh, one second. So he's he's saying uh, not not the body, but he's saying that the I mean not on the body, but his actual makeup, his physical makeup, uh, spiritual and physical makeup of, of of man. Yeah, of man. And and from the the inner soul to the the the. Uh, to the body and its form radiating out to his garments and further than that, outside of his garments to his home and his material possessions his uniqueness is reflected in all of these things all of these radiate from him and are to a degree a reflection of him Wow. Okay. As you get further away from his essence, So the identification of his essence with the the whatever you're looking at, radiating it outwards, that that's less and less connected to him as you move further along. Mm. So the 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 the, uh, 
the honor, the, the inner parts of him are uh, can can be discerned from the garments. Hanigle, the revealed, kimo kimabatal hachvetzin, is like looking at the objects. So tarsasia, that he says is is the secret of the the, the illumination, the guidance of action. Tarsamuna kimo kimabat al begadim, and the the guidance of faith, of trustworthiness, is like looking at the garments, not the objects. Garments on the person, he's saying it's a more intimate look. Torah, Sanista, the secrets of the Torah, that's like looking at the body itself. And the secret of the unifications, that's uniting directly with the soul, with the essence, literally. In order to explain the differentiation between the teaching of the, the secrets of, of Kabbalah, as opposed to the unifications of divine names, is like the difference between looking at a person while he's sleeping versus when he's animated speaking and you've met him. If a person gazes upon another who is sleeping, he is seeing his friend, but he is he's seeing the body of his friend even, but he is standing from his perspective alone. Lumazos in contrast to this, Hadibur Imo speaking with a person is a is a living meeting. Hiskashus Adodis. This this is a connection one to the other. This is the difference between learning the secrets of the Torah. There, the person is learning spiritual mechanics and sits by himself with his seichel. And he learns about the divine light. Like one looking from his perspective. In contrast, uh, the the secret of the unifications is is like is like connecting to the inner depths. Not looking at the light, rather connecting to the light. Not looking at it, but connecting to the light, and uh, uniting with him. So the, the unifications bring a person to the point, the, the lofty point of the Torah, that through it, it unites with prayer. The, the approach to God and not to His characteristics. It is a speaking with an approach directly to God, blessed be He, Lumazos, in contrast. The Torah, it, it, 
it is uh, the action of the man and his and his intellect to look and to try and understand the characteristics of God or how he manifests in action in the secret of learning the halacha the Torah of the halacha However, in the secret of the unifications of the divine names, the root of the Torah at its height, there's a unification of both Tfila and Torah. And it's uh, supernal and, and lofty uh, above both of them. The, the point of elevation of the, the unifications in relation to the Torah and Tefillah, it comes to a perspective of two different, uh, uh, two, two different aspects that merge. The Torah with Tefillah. Torah and Tefillah, we speak, Pe'ilim Rabos, it, variously through thought and speech. Kamokin similarly, Hadiburim Asukim Bilvushim Rabim. Speech is engaged in various uh, garments. Mikola Lomaskulum from all the various worlds. Lomazos Hayichudim Omdim Meal Olomos Haga Vadibur. In contrast to Tarant Filo, he says the unification of the names is above the the world of thought and speech and it's it's the essence of the the secret of kavana alone the intent alone bidumius kol puula chitsonis in in a likeness of of every external action They unify in the names of the Holy One, Blessed Be He, alone. The Bittel call Musagim Hamalbushim, call Hamusagim Hamalbushim, in in nullification of all of the the garments, all of the concepts of the garments. Should uh, should we go? Uh... Read the footnote, hey, which was we yes. skipped. Yes. A person can elevate uh, to the secret of learning of Kabbalah to the the Yehudim, uh, the, the unifications, uh, literally. Through learning Torah in great sanctity and purity. And by elevating his spirit to the, the sense of, of a secret engagement. What was that? Engagement. Prayer and, and existence. In the learning itself. 
שביבי אור מבחינוס תרוסם ומנוסם ואין כמוכו. And this is the, the, the rays of light that are from the, the aspect of תרוסם ומנוסם which is a very high level of Torah that the Torah is their business as it were so they relate to the Torah on a different level and Kamokum he's not going to elaborate on this further but he's saying it is possible to organically elevate from Torah Sanister to Yehudim Torah Sanister from the Kabbalah to the unification oh I would just He comments that you look at your friend sleeping, it's not the same as when you see him in action. Right. You see the garment and not the essence. But I was just thinking in my mind, contrasting that with a shiur, I actually heard on Tishbaab one time from a Kabbalist, actually, maybe you know him, he lives in the... Eratika, uh, Gedalia Swear. Have you ever uh, I don't know. run across him? But anyways, but the essence of what he is saying, he was he he was saying, why does uh, Shlomo Hamela tell us that it's better to go to to Gavaya uh, than it is to go to a party? Why is that better? It, he he says because. Amarvaya, we we death takes off all of our garments. On Purim we put on our mask, and you know, we're not. We have to search who's inside. It's hard to see. He says, but uh, but at a time of 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 of, of death, the, the the neshama is partly still here with us. And partly going to Hashemayim exploring, and that when the neshama goes up, it opens uh, opens the clouds, it opens the gates, and it actually gives, we can go up a little bit with it and and see an aspect of Hashemayim, and that uh, and as this happens, he says we 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 can we learn. This is the time we actually, everything is stripped, all the garments are off, and we actually learn the essence of the person who, who was our friend, who was there. We actually, for the first time, are revealed his essence, her essence, but in the process we also reveal our own essence, and, and that That this is an oppor- right? this is an opportunity to strip off everything and also see who we are as well as the person there anyways that was uh, interesting this we, comment right, we do find that various stories in the Talmud of somebody on their deathbed the person they were close with asked for a revelatory visit in a dream after they passed mm-hmm. on and that was yeah. granted so we do find that a degree, an aspect of connecting to Olam Haba uh, to, to get a glimpse of that being granted uh, through the process of death for those that are remaining behind. 
on the on the flip side, we find that a person is warned not to uh, cleave to the dead one, or God forbid, say, "Take me with you." This is considered considered dangerous uh, because that's uh, that is not the uh, the degree of uh, revelation that a person who is meant to stay in this world should be pursuing. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Is that how does that relate to the story of? Rabbi Akiva and his friends who uh, went up to the higher worlds together, but only uh, Rabbi Akiva was able to return. Others maybe didn't want to return. Uh, They they saw the other world and just, just wanted to stay. And that's a good question. What what exactly did they see that caused them uh, an incompatibility with living in this world? Apparently, it's it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, and Rabbi Kiva, in 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 a, his advantage over them, if you will, was his sense of wholeness that was able to maintain that experience and be able to still live in this world. That's, that, that was a challenge that, that the others were not capable of, of doing. They, Didn't he warn them ahead of time like what to look at and what not to look at in the palaces? Correct, and, and even to avoid if you will, optical illusions, right? Spiritual optical illusions, if you will. Wow. Yeah. I, I have a cousin. Uh, she, she's secular, but mm-hmm. she had a near-death experience, mm-hmm. which she related uh, to me. It was interesting. She, she had an electric shock. She, I forget how, but she was thrown back against the wall, and uh, was revived by, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, she, her heart had stopped. She, you know, she, in some ways she was clinically dead, but uh, before everything was still, they gave her uh, the, uh, uh, you know, an AED. They shocked her and brought her back. But she says she remembers the experience and she said, you know, she basically, and, and we've heard this from other people, but in fact, kind of saw a tunnel with, with light at, at the other end and, and uh, people that she knew, mm-hmm. her father, others. I mean, they were all there, you know, at the end of the tunnel, waving to her to come, come. Come be with us. We're, you know, we want to see you. And, and so she she saw this and was wanting to go. And then she got a. She she was having some. She has a well at that time a little girl now well growing up, but and and she was separating from her husband 
at the time, and she saw an image of her little girl. Uh, essentially, if she went down the tunnel, the little girl would be with the father. And and she had to fight herself. She says, "I I can't let her stay with the father." So she she uh, kind of put her foot down and drug her foot. And then she came back. Interesting. <laughs> That's her story. Interesting. <laughs> Inter- anyway, yeah, interesting. We, we do find that the d- discussion of going into the world to come is described variously in the Torah as Nestaf al Amav, gathered into one's nation or family. So mm-hmm. that, that is a, a, a classic description of being brought in connection to the eternal life through that familial connection. And conversely, kares, which is spiritual excision, is referred to as being cut off from one's nation. Hmm. So that, that uh, those connections are clearly fundamental to... Olam Haba. That is clear. So, yeah, anyway, it's interesting because she, she is not steeped in Torah. She's not Shomer Mitzvah. She's not really uh, very, you know, I mean, she, she's conscious of being Jewish, but, uh, you know, there's not no learning that I know about. But So it was just interesting to me that... Uh, uh, but she, you know, but she definitely had this, this vision. So uh, interesting. And it's interesting that, as you say, it's consistent with other descriptions from other people.